Project Taryag, day 56. Mitzvah Shin Samech. And that is Mitzvah of Maisa Behemoth Tahira. Taking Maisa the tenth of all the newborn kosher animals. And the Mitzvah is that any of the species which can be brought as a carbon, which means either the cattle, the sheep, or the goats, the newborn of those flocks have to be tithed every year. And a person brings those animals which have been chosen as Maisa to Yerushalayim. He eats them there. After they're brought on the Mizbech and uh, the fat is burnt and the blood is sprinkled, then a person eats it in Yerushalayim. The way that a person selects the Mesa, the Mishnah tells us, he puts all the animals in a pen, he makes an opening where only one animal can walk out at a time, and as the animals pass through the pen and leave, he counts them, one, two, three, four, until he gets to the tenth animal, which he taps on the back with sikra, which is a red dye, so you can tell which of the animals are maestros. It's also brought there that a person isn't meant to drive the animals out the pen, they're meant to leave on their own accord, so the way to do that is to leave the mother animals outside so that the young will be motivated to leave the pen to reconnect with their mothers. The halach is one has to make one separate pen for cattle and one for sheep and goats which can be maestros together. And one can only maestros from each year on that year, not from the animals which were born in one year, together with animals which were born born in the previous year. However, the Rambam writes that if Bidiyavid, a person did mix two different years to mice them, the mice would still take effect. There were certain times of the year that Chachamim said a person is meant to make a goyrin, which means make this pen for all the animals born until that stage in order to mice them. And Halach is until such time, there's no comparative din to fruit and vegetables that until it's been tithed, it's called tevel and also to eat. Here a person is allowed to make use of and eat the offspring of his flocks until the time of the next garin. And when the time of the garin, which means the person is meant to now separate the maeser of a from from that, that, that amount of time, then it will be awesome to sell it or to use the animals until he's taken maeser. The three, the three times a year, the chazal will convey the person is meant to make a pen of the new animals and separate mice. They are the last day of Adar, the 35th day of the Omer, and the last day of Elul. And the reason for this is, is because these are the times before, two weeks before Yom Tif, the three regarding of Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. And because people needed korbanos in the Yom Tov, uh, to bring the korbanos of Yom Tov, whether the Chagig or the Re'i or whatever it would be, so therefore they were metaken that a person should take Maisa Behema before the Yom Tov, so that there will be animals available for Yom Tov. Not that a person can use the animal which has been made Maisa for other korbanos, but people wouldn't want to sell the other animals as korbanos until they take Maisa. And therefore, now that he's taken Mesa, he'll be able to use his other animals for Korbanus. If a person makes a mistake in the counting, and he calls the ninth or the 11th from the 10th, so the halacha is that if it's two away from 10, now it's the 8th one or the 12th one, he calls number 10, that's not Kodesh at all. But if he makes a mistake with the ninth one or the 11th one, and he calls in the 10th one, then, then they are Kodesh also. 
except that if he also counts the tenth from the tenth one, which means he has the right from being Maisa, then the other one will be brought as a Shlamim. The halacha is also that even animals which aren't kosher for korbanus can be brought into the pen to be tithed, in order to make up the other numbers, even if they're balei mumim, except for an animal which is a trefer, which means it has an internal injury which won't live, or a yasam, which means that the animal was born after its mother died, or died when it was being born. The reason for the mitzvah explains the Tenach. The reason for this mitzvah is because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants Kaishal to all be learning Torah. And he knows a lot of people are more motivated by physical uh, possessions and therefore that distracts him from being able to learn Torah. And therefore what HaKadosh Baruch Hu organized is that since a person will follow, so to speak, where his money is, and if that's the case, since a person has to take one-tenth of his animals every year, and eat them in Yerushalayim, which was the center of where Torah was learnt and Avodah was performed. And that's where the Sanhedrin sat, where he used to teach Yisrael. If that's the case, that the, the owner who was forced to spend a certain amount of time every year in Yerushalayim would definitely be influenced by the atmosphere of Torah and learn while he was there. Or and send his children to learn there as well, and therefore there would be a connection the whole Kleishal had to the centers of Torah. Even if only one representative of the family would go to Yerushalayim to eat the Mesa, it would, it would be inevitable that in every house there would be at least one person who was a Tamil Chachim, who would then teach everybody else in his extended family, and that would cause the entire Kleishal to be connected to Torah. When Ikaradin, this mitzvah should apply to men and to ladies, Israelim, Kainim, Levim, everyone, both in Eretz and Chutzla Eretz, because it applies to animals, not to the land, and even in the time when there's no Beis HaMikdash. However, since Rabban Wachoshesh, to people having korbanos, which they couldn't bring, would cause a mechshal, and people would accidentally eat or make use of a carbon, which is a big error, therefore, they would institute that when there's no Beis HaMikdash, we don't separate Maisa Bahamo and therefore we don't have to deal with animals which might be Kodesh. If a person were to make this something today as Maisa, he would have to wait for it to get a mum that would disqualify from being a carbon before he'd be able to do anything with it. Mitzvah Shin Samach Aleph, and that is a mitzvah where one is not allowed to sell Maisa Bahamo, he has to eat it himself in Yushalayim, and Pazak says, Lo you go, it can't be redeemed. And then Chazal learned what he means is it can't be sold not while it's alive, not after it's been shechted, not even if it's a Balmum. And uh, that way a person himself is obligated to eat the Maisa Shalaim. Like we saw previously, the reason for the mitzvah is that that way a person himself is forced to spend some of his time in Yerushalayim, which will be a positive influence on him. And therefore, since he can't sell the Maisa, he'll have to go to Yerushalayim himself. The mice is completely eaten by the owner. There is no part which is given to the kain, except for the emunah which are brought from the mizbech, and the blood which is sprinkled one time, on the, or poured one time on the side of the mizbech. If the mice gets a mum, then it loses kedusha and can be eaten anywhere. However, Chachamim didn't allow a person to sell it, even if it's a balmum, because we scared he might sell it when it's still alive, when it's not a balmum.
The Isser against selling an onion price to the meat. If after the Shechter a person wants to sell the skin for leather or the horns or things like that, the bones, one will be allowed to do that. Rambam's opinion is that if a person wants to sell Maisa, the sale won't take effect. The buyer won't have bought anything. And therefore, there would be no malchus for selling Maisa because it, it doesn't happen. It can't take effect. This is applies both to men and to ladies. Again, Israelim, Kainim and Avim are all the same when it comes to Maisa Behemah. It applies at any time and every place. And even though we said that Chazamir Xera not to separate Maisa Behemah because of Xera, a person might misuse them when they're Kodesh. And to be Chayiv Koris for Shecht and Kabbalah out of the base of Mikdash. If a person would take Maisa Behemah, it would still retain the Kodesh of Maisa. And therefore, we ask of him to sell it, uh, even Bismillah. And now the Chinuch concludes that this brings us to the end of Sefer Vayikra. And he finishes with an interesting postscript. And he says, I want to repeat the point that he feels is important, says the Chinuch, and that is that the reasons he gives for the various mitzvahs. You should know He wants to train the children who are listening to reading the Chinuch that they should know that in the Mitzvah there's a lot of people, points that people can benefit from. They can understand even when they're still young, even in their childhood. And then he says, It's a Sefer called Chinuch because it can even apply to children of the age but they're still being taught, and they'll gain and they'll learn from the various values that the Chinuch explains in the Mitzvahs. But for Omer Kachmas, the Beraved Alton, the depth of the Chachma in the Mitzvahs, or the, the more broad understanding, they'll only be able to understand in the, when they are much older. He says, just like you find a fruit, it, has, it could be, has medicinal properties, and it's also tasty. And therefore, at least the person who will understand that the fruit is a good taste. And it's only the Chacham who can understand the various properties in the fruit, which can be used for other things. And similarly, he says, the reasons we're giving for the mitzvahs are the simple reasons, which everyone can enjoy, even children. And obviously, as the person gets older and can understand more, this will uncover and reveal more depth in the mitzvahs. And then he finishes. He finishes the tefillah that when he says should be pleasing to Hashem. He should accept the main chasad speak the offering which he prepared. Says the Chinuch, if he did it in order to promote himself, then he doesn't deserve to ask for Siyad Nishmaya. But that wasn't the reason he wrote the Sefer, Hashem Kelchai, and Shalai The reason he did it was the man Hashem, so to speak, the Shem Shemaim, that people should learn know the mitzvahs. And therefore he davens that he should find favor in Hashem's eyes, and the Sefer should be accepted in that. Which is interesting why the Chinuch brings this, what could be either a conclusion to the Sefer or an introduction to the Sefer, Tafk in the middle at the end of Sefer Vayikra. 
And this brings us to the beginning of Sefer Bamidbar, which starts with Mitzvah Sin Shin Samach Beis, and that is the mitzvah to send people who tame out of the camp of Klai Yisrael. The pasuk says, "Tzavus Bnei Yisrael v'yishalchu min amachana." They should send out of the camp. Called Tzeruv v'chol Zav v'chol Tzav in Nefesh. Three forms of tumah: someone with Tzeras, or someone with Zav, or someone who came into contact with a dead person. They all have to be sent out of the camp. In the Midbar, we know that there were three camps: the Machan Shchina, which was the area of the Mishkan, the Machan Revia, the camp of the Revia surrounding that, and the Machan Yisrael, which was the camp of the whole Jewish people surrounding both of those. Chazal and it is both the Mitzvah Asay and the Mitzvah Leita Asay here. The one is that the mitzvah that the Tommy should leave the place of Kedusha, and the second one, the mitzvah later says he should not come into a place of Kedusha. Right, we see this number of times in the Torah that a person who's Tommy has to leave the camp, and the reason why the Torah repeats mitzvahs is to show the Chomer of the, of the concept that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu warns again time after time, it's because Hashem wants what's best for us, and therefore when something is of that much importance, Hashem repeats the warning again and again. This idea of the three camps was also extant in Eretz Yisrael, and the presence of the Beis HaMikdash and Nazareth were considered the Machan Shechina. The reason for the mitzvah, as we know, Tuma weakens a person's connection to Ruchnius, separates him from his Seichel, and therefore, until he's tired, he's not ready to connect to Ruchnis and to the Seichel that way. And Chazal say, if a person's Tameh, even a Tamtem Bam, so to speak, weakens his connection to his Seichel, to his understanding. And therefore, in place of Kedusha, a place with his Ruch HaKodesh, it's not appropriate that a person Tameh should be allowed in. The three levels of Tameh have different applications in the Salacha, and therefore Mitzorah, who is considered the most Tomei, is sent out of all three camps, and as out of not just the Mesemigdash and the Pesach Levim, even outside the city, even outside the Machina of Klai Yisrael. A Zav or a Zava, or a Nido or a which isn't on the same Chumrah as Mitzorah, but on the other hand, there's still more Chumrah because the Tumrah sources in their body, if that's the case, they send out of two camps, the Machin of the Koin and the Machin of the Levim, which means the whole presence of Harabais, and the Tomei Mace, which is someone who touched a Mace. So the Tomei came from an external source, so he's only not allowed to be in the Machin of the which is the Machin of the base of Megdash. But he is allowed to travel onto Harabais. Right, we find differences in the Halachas as they apply them also. And that is a Mitzorah. When he comes into a house, he's Mitzorah everyone in the house. A Zav and a Zav aren't Mitzorah everyone in the house. But Tarach is everything underneath them. becomes Tama, we call Mishka or Mayashav. And uh, Tami Mace is only Tami what he touches. Or what he carries. There are more categories in this Halach as well. For example, the Halach is at Goyim. Another lad beyond what's called the Chel, which is like a half wall around a part of the Azara. A person has already finished the amount of days of his Tumah and has gone to Mikveh. But it's still the day that he went to Mikveh is called the Tfulyam. And Anochi is, and is allowed beyond that point. In, and not a bit, from the Ezra's Nashim, he's not allowed in anymore. 
and then a person has finished that day and is now what's called the Chutzla Kippurim, which means the following day he hasn't yet brought his carbon to complete the entire process, is allowed into the Ezra's Nashim, but not into the Ezra's Israel. This mitzvah applies both to men and to ladies, even Bezman Azeh, according to the Shit of the Rambam, that even today the condition of the Besamidish remains even though it's destroyed, and therefore it's also for a person who is Tomei, as everyone today is, to enter the area of the Besamidish, which is the Machanishchina. And if a person is over and does go into the area of Kedusha when he's still Tomei, so the, besides for being over in the Lotus, which we'll see next, he's also been a battle this mitzvah saseh. And the following mitzvah, which is a continuation of this theme, which is mitzvah shin samach gimel, is a mitzvah loytaseh, shalai yikonis tamei b'chala mikdash, that a person whose tamei is not allowed into a makam kodesh. The halacha of what's called machin nishchina, in which case the yisus applies with the most severity, is from beyond Shara Nikonor, the area of the Azara, and further towards the Kodesh from that is considered the Machanishchina. If a Tomei would go into the area, he would be high of Koris. However, not every Tomei Mace is high of Koris or going to Mesa Mingdash. At Halachalamash only that kind of Tomei, which if a Nazir became Tomei, would ruin his Nazirus if a person. Uh, would, would go into Vesem Mikdash at that level of Tumah would be Chayev Kores. However, someone which is Tomei Mes, but not to that level, and therefore, even though it's also for him to go into Vesem Mikdash, he wouldn't be Chayev Kores if he did. So, for example, if a person became Tomei because he touched a Kli, which touched a person who touched a Mes, or the other way around, he touched a person who touched a Kli, which touched a Mes, and that's the case, even though he's Tomei for seven days, the is that he wouldn't be high of Koris going to Besam Mikdash. However, we would still administer Marcus Maridus, which is the penalty Rabbanon can give to prevent people being over a virus. Similarly, if, if one would throw a Kli which was coming to the Besam Mikdash, but wouldn't go in himself, he wouldn't be high of Koris, but he would be high of Marcus for bringing him to the Besam Mikdash. This mitzvah not to become, not to bring Tumah into the Besamikdash or not to come into the Besamikdash applies both to men and to ladies. And as we saw previously, according to the opinions which the Ramah and the Chinuch both paskan, the halacha that even today the Besamikdash is destroyed, the condition remains there, then there will be equally asked today for a person who is Tumah to come into the Besamikdash. And we learn from the Pasuk, it says, Vahashimoisius Mikdashaychem. Hashem says, even after they're destroyed, they're call, still called your Mikdash, which means the Kedusha remains until today, and therefore the Isur for a person who's Tomei to enter the Mikdash would apply with the same severity even today.